Ah, the finals edition of the Dead Set Legends, ready to rock and roll for the next couple hours here. And uh, there's been a slight change to the lineup this morning on the almighty Dead Set Legends. This man is still here and dominating the former skipper of the Brisbane Lions, Tommy Rockcliffe. Hello, mate. Yes, good morning, Tomo. Good morning, Adelaide. Ripping day up here in Queensland. Really looking forward to this game tonight. Port Adelaide take on the, the Lions at the Gabba. Should be an absolute ripper, Tomo. I love that. Now, usually it is Callum Ferguson that joins us on a Saturday morning, but he's at a father-son golf trip. And he's the only one there that's not taking his own kids, which is quite extraordinary. <laughs> so we've got Taylor Texan Walker in the Centre Ford All Australian. Hello, great man. Uh, good morning, Tomo, Rocky. How are you both? Oh, yeah, uh, we're good. Big shoes to fill, isn't it? Uh, no. No? Okay. <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> big uh, seat to fill. Um, he's big bloater. Uh, we're really looking forward to the next couple of hours here, Texan. Chad Corns is going to join us because the yep. Port Adelaide Footy Club got a hell of a task tonight. He always gives up his time for Triple M, Chad, so it's going to be a cracker cracker one tonight, and um, I'm looking forward to having a chat to him and Jay-Z. He's mm. going to give us all the news from the game last night. A little bit about the Melbourne Football Club and also any trade news as well. So it's going to be a cracking show, Tomo. How have you seen the uh, start of the finals campaign yourself there, Rock? Yeah, two really good games in the end, weren't they? I mean, Collingwood were probably lucky to walk away with the win. Melbourne dominated that game, had the inside 50. It was just their, their forward line didn't function the way it needed to, to to kick a score. And then Carlton got out in front last night. Sydney started to chase them down and uh, got close late, didn't it? So, um, no, nah, some really good contests so far in yeah, this final series. Been pretty low scoring, Rocky, hasn't it? But mm. very heavily contested. Yeah, that's right. Generally, finals footy is that, that sort of way, a lot more contested. But you would expect a, a bit more high scoring in the next two games, I think, Tex. The, the way that the Giants play, they like to take the game on. St Kilda like to shut it down, so that, that may not be. But the Lions versus Porto late, I think, will be really high scoring at the Gabba tonight. No, I'm looking forward to that one. Also, boys, this pint at every pub. These uh, young boys from the Adelaide Hills have uh, they've gone down Media Street this week. They're trying <laughs> to have a pint at every single pub in South Australia. There's wow. 680 of them. They've done about 170. They're going to join us a bit uh, about... Just after 10.30 this morning. So we'll get their thoughts on what's going on. I'm looking forward to that. And uh, also, the the Tex open line we're going to do after 9.30, Rocky. So any oh. punters out there, if they have any questions for Tex, they can call in on one triple three five three. Wow. That's uh, that's dangerous, isn't it? Open phones up. <laughs> Let them ask Tex anything. Yeah, we're going to do that just after 9.30 this morning. But a footy review next. The Blues, too good. And Collingwood as well. We're going to get the thoughts of two AFL superstars. Tommy Rockliffe and Tex Walker next. Here at Triple M, it's the Dead Set Legends. 12 minutes past 9 o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. The Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockliffe, Tomo. And our special co-host today is Taylor Texan Walker. <laughs> The Blues get it done there, Rocky. Yeah, they certainly do. And uh, they, they jumped out of the gates, got got a big lead at half time, and then Sydney just uh, found found their way back into the game and wrestled that through through their midfielders. And they've got class players everywhere, Sydney. But uh, Carlton, to their credit, found a way to, to hold on and, and win that game, and they advance now. So sets up a, a blockbuster next Friday night. Carlton take on Melbourne at the MCG. So, no, a great effort by Carlton. And, and to think where they were, I mean, only... 12 weeks ago, there was sort of there was talk of they they wanted Vossi out, etc. And, and now they've won a final and uh, just riding high in September, Texan. 
Oh, it's amazing. It was. It wasn't a game with numbers like it wasn't. There wasn't too many people. Walsh had twenty nine. Apart from that, there was not too many people in the twenties. There was only about four or five others. They spent the whole game in front, Carlton, and I thought they played some pretty good footy in the first first half, and they allowed uh, Swans to get back into it. But it was a game of opportunities. Uh, Mackay missed a couple of easy set shots in front of goal, they, and they end up winning by a goal, Carlton. And yeah, it, was a, it was a great game. It's been super contested the first two finals, and um, now they go mm-hmm. into a game against Melbourne with uh, no forward really to kick to. So. It's going to be an interesting uh, week next week for sure. How do you reckon Mackay's going, Tex? Can you, you you sense that he's lacking a bit of confidence? Oh, certainly. You can see as soon as he gets the ball, he's he, you can see it with his facial expression. He doesn't want to have the ball in his hand, mm. and yeah, I've, I've I've certainly um, been there before where you just don't want to have that set shot mm. because you know you're going to miss it, or you're telling yourself you're going to miss it. So if he can fix that up over the next couple of weeks, but. Yeah, he's well. He's not going to do it next week. He's out with the concussion rule, mm. but uh, he needs to fix that up quick, smart, because you you got to take your opportunities in finals. Yeah, you certainly do. And, and there's a bit of talk around Martin as well. May not get up and play for Carlton, so they're going to have to find some different avenues and and rely on a, a few depth players, which they have all year. They've had players out for large chunks of the season. They're, they're top line players as well, so. They've got pretty good depth now, Carlton, and uh, it sets up to be a blockbuster next Friday. Well, well you even look at Cottrell. Like, he bobbed up yeah. last night, kicked a couple, mm. and he, he was quite influential. Cunningham played, played a role, so... A lot of acres on the, as a defensive wingman as well. Like, you can tell he just he, he works his ass off going the, going the other way. But it, it is interesting because Van Ruin will be out as well. He's suspended for yep. the, the Melbourne Footy Club. So no Mackay, no Van Ruin. It's, uh, it's going to be interesting to see how they're going to, you know, get goals up forward. You might have to kick it along the carpet, Tomo. Mm. Carlton. Carlton would be very confident going into that game now with the way Melbourne played the other night. They they had their opportunities. They got it inside 50, but they just don't have that potent forward half. So Carlton will be able to defend that and then play off it. It's just how they can enter their 50, see if they can get Kerno on the end of it, et cetera, like that. And what about Collingwood? Rock, they're just primed for this prelim now. They'll get Dacos back for that one. And, uh, you know, the story going into that game, the unlucky one was Johnny Noble. Yeah, certainly was. They just find a way, don't they, Collingwood, to win? Like, they, they were dominated for large chunks of that game. They just couldn't – the ball lived in Melbourne's half, but they just found a way to defend it and stop them from scoring. It was quite incredible. It was like 69 inside 50s to 35 or something. It was yeah. fascinating. Like, they had more inside 50s than score. Yeah. It was truly fascinating. You rarely get a game where you have that many inside 50s and you don't win the game. So Well, you, you expect the damn wall to break, don't you? And oh. Darcy Moore was just incredible. Like, it, and I was glued to – that last quarter, it was it, it was just it just shouldn't have happened. That lived in one third of the ground for the whole quarter. Him and Quainor, crucial yeah. times, got fists in, took a couple of marks. So uh, they just held their nerve unbelievably well, and yeah, they're in some rare form. I reckon they've got one foot in the grand final, Collingwood. Yeah, wow. And the big talking point out of last night as well was the score review late in that game as well. Was the ball touched or, or was it not? So uh, the AFL, they've got a bit of work to do to sharpen that up. Yeah, for sure. So uh, here's a, a little bit of audio about that last night with the score review. Oh, they're zooming in now. Yeah, it's got a bounce off the Hubble telescope. It's, complete? it's looking at this angle. We can see the ball's touched by the right-handed oh. defender before crossing the back of the goal line. This oh. is the score. It's definitive. 
snorkel. That's oh. a point. All he had to do was say insufficient evidence to turn it over and yeah. he declared it's done. John Longmire, the coach of the Swans, was asked last night if it was good enough and uh, his two-worded response was clearly not. Wow. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Bit to play out there, isn't it? Yeah. Very honest. I might um, open the phones up about a karma bus just after 10 o'clock this morning <laughs> as well. Uh, Chad Corns is going to join us, the assistant coach of the Port Adelaide Footy Club, as they take on a red-hot Brisbane up at the Gabba tonight. 11 and zip, the Brisbane Lions. Chad's going to tell us how they're going to get it done tonight. Here at Dead Set Legends, Triple M. Triple M, 104.7 on the dial, and we're also on Listener as well, L-A-S-A-T, and uh, it's the Dead Set Legends, Tom Rockliffe, Tomo, and Tex Walker, our special guest today. Now, speaking of special guests, uh, our man here absolutely loved this time of year. He dominated in the 2004 Premiership, and now he's trying to help the Port Adelaide Football Club to get on their way to their second one, and it all starts tonight against the Brisbane Lions. The assistant coach is Chad Corns, and he joins us right now. Hello, Chad. Thanks for having me, guys. Mate, how, how is it up there? The weather must be absolutely beautiful and you must be pumped for tonight. Well, you're spot on. The weather is absolutely perfect. We just stayed at a really nice hotel, a great gym here. It's about 25 degrees and, and sun, so the day's got off to a good start. Beautiful. Yeah. How do you go about executing the game plan today to take down Brisbane at home who haven't been beaten there all season, Chad? Yeah, we've obviously done a fair bit of planning for this one, Rocky, with the with the week off. It feels like we're really w- well prepared, understand how they play and, and how they play this ground so well. Um, yeah, so we've got a couple of key focuses, obviously, mainly that being around the, the contest, uh, the contest all over the ground, but especially in the midfield. Um, so like I said, I feel like we're really well prepared, uh, the boys are ready to go. It's been, it's been a really good build-up. Chad, Texie, mate, uh, good luck for tonight in the final series. Do you expect Drew to maybe go to Neil or Dunkley to go to Butters, or you, or you reckon the midfield just be head-to-head and just go for it? I think there'll be a bit of both of those matchups throughout the night, Tex. Um, Lockie has played some really good, good footy against us pretty much every time he's played yeah. against us. He's had a big influence, so we done a, a fair bit of homework on him but not just him, it's a really really strong midfield um, big O in the ruck he's influencing games really heavily so Scotty Lysett is one that's got a big role but I think, like I said, there'll be those times where those matchups are in place but all in all it'll just be a battle of the, the midfield head to head and like I said to the, at the start, who comes out better on, in the actual contest? And Chad, uh, Harris Andrews, really important intercept marker for the Brisbane Lions. Do you have a plan to sort of nullify his influence? Yeah, we, we have a plan for him, as we do with every you know key back that's really influential in the intercept side of the game. That's one thing that I've been really proud of, the, the way the Fords have gone about it for the majority of the year. It's you know, we we pride ourselves on not letting the defenders intercept Mark, and I think we you know we finished first in that category this year. So he's a great player. He's gonna he's gonna take the occasional intercept, but as as long as he's um, not heavily impacting the game in that way, it'll give us a, a good chance to to get the ball on the floor in the forward line. You know, our, our forward pressure um, getting at the oppo once the the ball is on the on the deck in the, in the 450 has also been a real strength of ours. 
Chad, Jason Horn Francis, uh, his first final is, is going to be happening tonight. He seems like he's built for it, mate. Are you excited to, to see him go? And what can we expect out of him? Yeah, he does have that sort of that attitude, the persona that he, he is built for finals. He's he doesn't really change, you know, week for week the way he approaches his training and, and getting better. He's um he's been really good for our group. He's a, he's a really good person. He wants to improve. He trains really hard, and I think he's learning a lot off Connor and Butsy, um, another couple of guys who seem really primed to to have a good. Well, next couple of weeks at, at the least. So it's a really strong midfield. Um, you know, Josh Carr has done some great work with all those guys. And also great to see Ollie, Ollie Wines back in some really strong form too. Now, off the field chatter, the, uh, I was just talking to Rocky. He's up in Brisbane. He said it's about 25 degrees. Have the budgie smugglers come out sure, yet? or is hang it? hang on. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I've just, I just got to the gym. Yeah. So I'll get this done with, and then I might just head down to that that lagoon by the, um, oh. what's it called, Rocky? Just down by South the, Bank. the river. Oh, the South Bank there. Yes. Spend Beautiful a couple spot. hours there, you know, just get yourself feeling good and, and then we'll head to the game around 5 o'clock this way. But it is, it's a great spot, Brisbane, um, and the weather couldn't be better. Oh, we love it, mate. All the very best to the Port Adelaide Football Club tonight and well done to you, Chad. Thanks so much for your time. Thanks for having me, guys. See ya. Chad Corns on the Dead Set Legends. Overnight scoreboard not too far away here at Triple M. That's the Dulcet Tones. A Texan Walker who joins us right now on 104.7 Adelaide's at Triple M. It's the Dead Set Legends. Texan is filling in for Fergie. And we're going to do uh, the Texan Open Line. We'll do that right now. Hello, Triple M. G'day. It's Tex Walker from the Crows. Big Tex. On Triple M's Dead Set Legends. Ask me anything. It's the Tex Walker Open Line. Oh, we thought we'd do this throughout the week, Rocky, because he is a staple of Triple M Breakfast every week, but has no ability to connect with the listeners one-on-one. So we're going to open up the phones right now on 13353. Any punters out there, you can ask Tex Walker whatever the hell you want, and he's going to answer it truthfully. Always. <laughs> Always. Always. <laughs> Always. Now, are you going to start, Rock? Have you got one to kick us off, mate? Yes, well, Tex, you've got the three under three. You would have spent a bit of time at home over the last couple of weeks. You, you're going to go again? Oh, Rocky. I've been pretty much a stay-at-home dad the last few... Well, this week, the first week was a bit of a write-off, as you know. When you finish your year, Rocky, you have a few beers, so that was a bit of a write-off. But uh, I've certainly spent a lot more time with my three beautiful kids the last last week. And yep. I think Ellie's keen, she'd be keen to go again, but not so dad. I reckon three's enough and four would be way too busy. I'd be, I'd lose me hair, I reckon. I wouldn't go grey, I'd start losing it. <laughs> so with with four, you'd have to change the whole the whole setup of the car and all sorts, wouldn't it? Like no. three's... Trailer, chuck a trailer <laughs> on. Nah, it's not, I reckon three's enough. Yeah, start chucking them in the back, but uh, you'd probably have to get a Tarago. We used to have a Tarago as a... Young Walker family back in Broken Hill, but yeah. uh, nah, very happy with three, Rocky. I like that. Now, uh, well, you should be playing finals. You should have played last night, if we're being brutally honest, but do you expect to play finals in 2024 with this group? Yeah, I was actually sitting there last night, Tomo, watching um, the game, Carlton-Sydney, and I was very envious of Sydney playing. I thought it potentially should have been us, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, I, I've, I reckon we've got an expectation to play finals next year, and We've improved out of sight over the last few years, obviously since we bottomed out and um, come 18th. So, 
Yeah, our rebuild's over, and I think we should expect to play finals next year. I like that, Rocky. You'd, you'd be, uh, yeah, you'd be pretty happy with how the season went in the end. What was the wash up? What was the message that Nixie gave you um, at the end of the season? Oh, certainly a massive improvements. Obviously, our attack. We were number one for attack this year, um, so we've made some great improvements in areas. Um, obviously, the back end of the year, we're able to see Crouchy come back in and help us play good footy and. And then our young kids like Saligo, we've seen what Rochelle can do. The addition of Rankin and Dawson, they're just A-grade humans and footballers, what they've been able to do for our footy club. And um, I reckon the big area for us is being able to nullify opposition scores for us. So we can bring that back 10, 15 points a game. That will certainly go a long way for us. Um, next year to play finals. You talk about the addition of two A-grade footballers. If there was one player in the comp out there that you had the ability to grab to put in the tri-colours and mm. no contracts or anything like that, who would it be? Who would you want to play with? Oh, I think I'd love to be able to build a team around Toby Green. Yeah. I, I love him. He's a freak. Um, he can go in the midfield. He plays forward. He can mark it. Not many small forwards can mark it like he does. He can literally play as a key forward. Mm-hmm. You could put anyone like him in the forward 50 by himself, one out, and he'd do some damage. So he'd be mine, and I was so pumped that he got the All-Australian captain for sure. I like that. <laughs> yeah, outstanding. Now, Tex, do we expect uh, you're going to go around again next year, the year after you venture back to Broken Hill and pull the boots on? Ooh. What are you calling it? Quits after next year? Uh, <laughs> no, we'll see how we go, Rocky. Yeah. Uh... You, you uh, made my Guernsey a little bit bigger when you played on it, so um, I know it's uh, it's it's ready for a retirement, Taylor Walker. So mm. now nah, I'm looking forward to if my mates are still playing back there. My best mates are hanging on by a thread. If they're still playing back there, I'll, I'll uh, go back and play a few games with them for sure. All right, we're done and dusted. Time to go to the Triple M family here. This is your opportunity to ask Tex whatever the hell you want. It can be about life. Can be about footy, outside of footy, whatever it is. One triple three five three. We're going to take your calls very, very shortly, Triple M family. And we've got double passes, actually family passes galore to give away to the Royal Adelaide Show. One triple three five three. You can ask, text whatever the hell you want. We're going to do that next, Triple M. Fourteen minutes away from a ten o'clock for your Saturday morning, Adelaide. The dead set legends, Callum Ferguson, out, out, out. Texan Walker is in. You got Tommy Rockliffe and Tomo as well, and we're doing this. G'day, it's Tex Walker from the Crows. Big Tex. On Triple M's Dead Set Legend. Ask me anything. It's the Tex Walker Open Line. Rocky, we've got the uh, the Texan in studio today and we're giving the punters the chance on 13353 to ask him a question. Yeah, open the phones up and uh, call him now because you can ask him whatever you want yep. and he's going to answer it. 13353 to get involved and we've got family passes galore to the Royal Adelaide show. I'm going to start off with a question for you. Do the kids get a Guernsey at the show this year, Texan? We went on Monday. Oh, yeah. Monday afternoon and or took the boys, not Hattie. We left Hattie with uh, Ellie's mum and dad and took the boys. Jeez, you don't, don't get too much change out of a few hundred there, <laughs> uh, Tomo. <laughs> Uh, no, it was good fun. Took them, they had a look at the cars, driving around and the motorbikes doing the flips. Then we went on a few rides and went and watched uh, Paw Patrol as well. Oh, so, I love it. Uh, we've ticked that box for sure. I love it. One triple three to, uh, one triple three five three, I should say, to get involved if you've got a question for Tex as we go out to Emily from Woodville South. What's your question, Em? Hey, um, just wondering how you feel about what's the upcoming season next year. Do you start planning now or are you having a relax? No, we have a couple of weeks off where I don't do anything at all, um, which is last week and this week. And then our, our program will pick up over the next sort of week, uh, week 10 days. And 
start running and doing some weights and because uh, the theory is rocky it's always it's easy to stay fit and get fit so uh, we'll uh we'll start training again very soon emily no rest no rest no rest uh beautiful thank you <laughs> thanks so much for that em as we go out to semaphore we got randy randy what's your question for tex hey tex love your work mate love the chronos also power fan but go d's hey mate who's gonna win the super bowl this year the Super Bowl, well, Ooh. I only just finished watching the quarterback, and I think Mahomes, he's a freak. I love Mahomes, and oh, we'll go with the uh, the Chiefs to win. Uh, Who do you funny. go for? Uh, I go with the uh, Commanders, used to be called the uh, Redskins. I guess we can't say that anymore, but um, yeah, NFC East, baby, that's where it's all at. Are you from over that way, or? Yeah, I'm from Ohio, actually, so go the Bengals, I guess, and the Browns, but um, yeah, it's always been... Uh, Commanders then for me, but yeah, no, I'm not a massive NFL fan, but I'll go with the Chiefs just because I know Patrick Mahomes. I like that. Uh, Glenn from Surrey Downs. Glenn, hello to you, mate. What's your question for Tex? Yeah, good day, Tex. Um, just hypothetical. Um, what's the last night's game on your current form? Do you think you guys would have done better against uh, Carlton and Sydney? Oh, easy to sit here and say say answer that question, but I, I reckon we we certainly would challenge them. Our game style would have stacked. Stacked up really well against Carlton, um, and when we played them over here in the gather round, we we beat them quite convincingly. So it would have been a cracking game, and it's but it's very different at the MCG. I reckon we would have oh, not got the four points. You don't get four points no. in finals, Tomo, but we certainly would have got the W for sure. Oh, four points in finals there, Texan. Uh, let's head out to Rory from Craigmore. Hey, Rory. You there, Rory? Oh, uh, yeah. Now, Rory's only 10 years old. Yeah. And you, 11. Oh, 11. Sorry 11. about that, Rosa. That's our um, idiot producer that's just put a 10 there. So, <laughs> uh, Rosa, what's, what's your question for Tex? Oh, Tex, do you think this is your best season because you made the, um, the All-Australian team? Oh. Or is it, or do you think you had a better season that you didn't make the All-Australian Oh, it's probably my best year, mate, but I uh, I was only able to do that because our, our boys up the field played pretty good footy and uh, we had a good year as a, as a footy club. So, yeah, it's probably my best year, Rory. What do you yeah. reckon? Yeah, I agree. You agree? Do you go for the Crows or Port? I go for Crows. Good boy. Good boy. What do you got in store today? Sounds like you're with mum or dad in the car. Uh, I'm going to work with dad today. Oh, what's dad do for work? Oh, he puts down pipes on. Oh, oh nice. beautiful. Are you going to be a help or hindrance to Dad today? <laughs> uh, I help. Good boy. <laughs> I hope, hopefully Dad gives you a bit of cash so you can go to the Royal Adelaide show. I get 50. Good oh, boy. Wow, wee. <laughs> and the tax man's not seeing any of that nah, either. Don't cash in hand, we like that. Oh, God. Emma from Campbelltown, what's your question for tax? Hi, Walker. Congratulations on your All-Australian. Thank you. Um... Question for you. If you had to choose, gun to your head, to get traded to either Port Adelaide Power or the Collingwood Me. Magpies, <laughs> who would you choose and I'll, why? Probably Collingwood. I don't think I could go down the, <laughs> down the road to Port. I don't know whether they'd pro- have me anyway. Um, uh, that's funny. No, nah, probably. I don't know. I'd probably go to Collingwood, go, move into state and go and play at the G. Cool. Two out of three weekends. Yeah, would be all right, wouldn't it? You wouldn't move at all. No, you don't have to travel. <laughs> never leave the G. Let's head out to Rachel from Malesworth. Rachel, what's your question for Tex? Uh, Tex, who is your favourite ever Australian cricket test player? Oh, Test cricket. captain or just cricketer? Just cricketer. 
Oh, I've got my favourite at the moment, Alex Carey. I love, I love Alex Carey, but I reckon in full flight, I used to love watching Adam Gilchrist. Oh, yeah. I'm being a bit biased here, a bit, a bit friendly with the big ears, but uh, <laughs> I used to love watching him. He was a phenomenal uh, keeper, and then what he used to do when he went out to bat, like the ODIs, I'd love watching him open the batting in the ODIs. Yeah. He was an absolute freak. Him and Mark Wall, you always? Yep. Yeah, gold. Yeah, and love I used that. to love watching um, Andrew Simons too. Mm. Love watching him. What a star. As we go to uh, Simon from Henley Beat. Simon, what's your question for Tex? Simon, you there, mate? Oh, lost him. We just lost Simon there. We'll go out to Craig Moore. Last one. Caleb, what's your question for Tex, mate? Who do you think is going to win the grand final? Oh, bang. Oh, uh, I reckon Collingwood. I can't. Collingwood? Yeah, Collingwood I reckon it's going to be a Collingwood-Brisbane grand final. Mm. So oh, yeah, that'll I reckon be Collingwood tough. will win. Who do you reckon, buddy? Um, Yeah, probably Collingwood. Mm. Yeah. No, nah, I reckon they've got one foot in the door and they've got the best player in the competition coming back in Nick Dacos. Yeah, how do you so. think we're going to go next year? We'll be right, mate. Hopefully I'm, I won't be talking on this show and I'll be playing. So that means... Yeah. Yeah, no, we'll be in finals next year, mate, hopefully, so. Yeah. Oh, God. This is very good. Thank you so much for your calls, everyone. Get a couple of kids involved as well, which we absolutely love here at the Dead Set Legends. Uh, he's handled that beautifully, didn't he, our man, oh. Texan Rocker? Absolutely professional. Oh. Yeah. A1. A1. That's the nicest thing you've ever said to me, <laughs> especially after you used to lip me on the field when we used to play. <laughs> Christ. The Dead Set Legends, six minutes away from 10 o'clock. Tex Walker, our special guest today. Morning, Adelaide. Triple M. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. 11 minutes past at 10 o'clock for your Saturday morning. The Dead Set Legends have, uh, well, made a nice replacement, in my opinion. Callum Ferguson out and Taylor Walker is in and hosting to about 11.30 today. And then the rub is going to kick off. Now, the game of footy last night, um, there's always a little bit of controversy when it comes to finals. But there was a score review that would, had happened there. And uh, Sydney were on the wrong side of it this time, uh, Texan. They were, yeah. Uh... Uh, one that uh, got touched on, oh, I was about, what, half a metre out? Mm. wasn't on the line, but got touched. And, uh, yeah, Johnny Longmire, after the game, was not happy, no. Tomo. Yeah. Not happy whatsoever. Here's what he had to say. Is the technology good enough? Clearly not. Is that, is that one of the, I guess, things next season? Are you hopeful that the technology can get a bit better, given I mean, it's such a big sport now? I'd like to think so. We've been on both sides of the fence, haven't we? Mm. It just needs to be fixed. Yep. It needs to be fixed, and they need to do it as soon as possible. Don't wait for next year. Just do it now so we don't have to have this conversation again. You'd be absolutely filthy if you're in the grand final or even the prelim coming up, and it was the the lack of um, video evidence to rule you out of going into a grand final or, or actually winning one. It can't be that hard, can it, to go – get cameras just on the post to everyone and just good angles. It can't be that hard, can it? Well, they're, they're actually trialling at the moment, Rocky. Uh, they've got like a chip in the football yep. to give it a bit of snicko or whatever. So they're, they're a fair way into the trial of that working. And, and from what I've heard, it's going really, really well. But I don't think it'll be in next year, yep. p- potentially the year after. So in all seriousness, you know, and we go back to the, the, the Ben Keys one, I thought the arc... Uh, the the spike on the arc had been would have fixed it completely, but that was out 
out of play because someone had touched the post. See, I didn't even know that was a consideration, to be yeah. honest. So someone touches the post and then it acts like it's being the ball that's touched. So it doesn't, it, it doesn't help in that sense, does it? So it, it comes back to the video every time. Yeah. And I like, yeah, they've just got to fix it up a little bit. And I think the AFL are onto it. Mm. Um, just do it ASAP so we, there's no more conversations about this. Mm. Um, yeah. Well, the footy it? gods were at play, weren't they, Rock? Well, Let's be honest. So you reckon the Karma bus hit the Sydney Swans last night, Tomo? Well, it's it's the. I just find it interesting that three weeks ago we were talking about Sydney that have just scraped into the finals, you know, because of a uh, a goal. It was a goal that was called a point, and then it's gone the other way. So I reckon there might be a little bit of a Karma bus involved. All the footy gods upstairs, they don't rarely miss Texan. No, they don't. They always get you at some some point in life. But uh, are we going to go out to people and let them call in and give us a karma story? Oh, I reckon we could have we a bit of fun to. with it. What do you think, Piggy? Yeah, for sure. Open the phones up. one triple three five three. Tomo. See what. Uh, see if anyone's been hit by the karma bus. Have you been hit by the karma bus? Or do you know of someone? They're, they're the ones that we want, don't we? We the want one... some juicy stories. <laughs> bit of juice. All right, let's do this. one triple three five three. When did the karma bus hit you or hit somebody you know? We've got family passes galore to give away to the Royal Adelaide Show. This is brilliant. one triple three five three. Karma bus stories. We're going to take them next here at the Dead Set Legends on Triple M. Bit of blank for your Saturday morning, 17 minutes past 10 o'clock. This is the Dead Set Legends on 104.7 Triple M. Tom Rockliffe, Tomo, and Texan Walker is our special guest today. Callum Ferguson is out. He's on a uh, father-son trip, so he'd be taking his son, Rock. No, no, he left him home. Oh, Left wow. his son home. Oh, oh, that's yeah. incredible. So we're going to go to the phones. <laughs> this is off the back of John Longmire last night. Yep. Um, saying that... The goal review needs work, mm-hmm. um, and he did explain that he's been on the good side and bad side, but he, he explained that he need, it needs work. Yeah, it and, needs work. And your idea was to go, let's go and see if anyone else has got some karma stories. Well, I reckon, I reckon it's just uh, <laughs> ironic yeah. that three weeks ago, Sydney were on the uh, right side, now they're on the wrong side, and they're out of the competition in terms of a score review last night. And I tell you what. A lot of uh, texts that have come through on 04885-1047. Karen's happy. Okay. Karen's just said, I do not follow AFL at all, oh. but I'm so happy that Sydney were denied the win last night because of the score of you. Oh, thank oh. you, Karen. Mm. She's certainly <laughs> spoken She's from the... <laughs> she, she fired up there, Rob. <laughs> She's up and about, isn't she? <laughs> One triple three five three karma bus stories. Let's do it as we go to Justin out at Newton. Justin, hello, mate. Morning, gentlemen. How are we? Yeah, good. What do you got? Oh, all right. Back in the late 80s, working for a now non-existent airline in reservations. Mm-hmm. Grand Prix weekend, Sunday. Dad rings me, says, I've got a corporate ticket above the pits. What do you want to do? And I said, yeah, I'm coming in, calling sick to the airline. Go to the Grand Prix, up to the corporate box, and it's the company I work for, and I'm sitting next to my boss. Oh, oh hang on. <laughs> no way. Yeah, and I didn't get sacked. Oh, <laughs> what a great boss. <laughs> how, how, no, what? no, I had to go to see the state manager above him who happened to be very good friends with my dad mm-hmm. and I happened to somehow get out of it. Wow. You way. got out of that? How'd yeah, you get got out, out of it. And did you talk your way out of another, it or? Um, I, oh, I don't know if I can tell the story. That's nah, the thing. Nah, I okay. can tell you off air, but... Um, yeah, I think I might get in too much trouble. Get it nah. on the text line there, Jazzy. We love that. Uh, who we got there, Texan? Who's our second caller? Uh, we got Nick from South Plimpton. 
Good day, Nick. How are you, mate? Hey, boss. Hey, guys. How are you? Nah, well, mate. What's your karma story? So it was a couple of years ago. You know, just got my peas, driving around about eleven o'clock at night. My mum's car loaded with all my mates. Mm-hmm. We're on Port Road, and we thought, oh, you know, we'll we'll drive past some people and just scream out, give them a bit of a fright. Yeah. So we've seen someone at a bus stop, done a U-turn, gone back through. Like there's a big U-turn sort of lane there. Yes. We're all. I'm watching, seeing if this person jumps while they're yelling, and I've slammed straight into a stobie pole. Oh, no. A mum's car. Everyone all right, though, Nick? Maybe, yeah, everyone was fine. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, wow. Mm. Nah, hit me pretty hard there. How yeah. was mum? Oh, I wasn't very popular in the house for a few, <laughs> few months, I'd say. Did that come out of your pocket, or did mum pay for that? Oh, uh, no, insurance had my back there, but yeah. Oh, wow, way. Ah, well. Lucky. Lucky the police that turned up fell for the old check of my blind spot story. Oh, yeah. Okay, we won't be going anymore into uh, falling for stories. No. <laughs> Should we go one more, Tomo? I guess so. It's a bit, bit nerve-wracking, this, actually. That's where. Cumberland Park. Drew, how are you, Drew? Hey, g'day. How are you? Tom? Yeah, very well, mate. What's oh. your karma story? Oh, look, I reckon you guys will love this one. It's like a karma story about footy and involving your team, the Crows. And, like, so it was a really early showdown. Like, when Tony Modra was playing, like, a long time ago, like, probably 20-odd years ago. I can't remember the time. But we were down at Footy Park, and uh, we were being just jerks up in the stand, and all the Crows were kicking to, through the goals, practice goals before the game. We were right behind the goals. And me and a few lads were only teenagers, and we're, we're standing there. And like, Modra was getting his bit of a party playboy of the day. And like, we ended up standing behind the goals and yelling out, Modra's a W-A-N-K-E-R, yes, and yes, clapping yes. our hands. And he ran up to all his mates on the field, had a couple of words. Next minute, we're getting torpedo balls straight at us, and I popped one right in the face. And oh. just like, fist pump in the air, and all the team kind of high-fiving each other. That they got us, they got us back instant karma, mate. No, good on you, mods. <laughs> <laughs> Probably deserve that one, but uh, uh, that's a good one. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, Drew, we got any more there, Tom? No, nah, that'll do us, I reckon. I'm still a bit nervous about the uh, police <laughs> falling for that story there, Rob. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. Just let that one go through the keeper. Yeah. blind spot, so they believed <laughs> it. Yeah. yeah. Let's have that one on board here at Triple F. Uh, great to have Tindo Solar as part of the Dead Set Legends. Thank you very much for jumping on board. And why wouldn't you when uh, you've got someone like the Texan Walker that joins us right now? And Tommy Rockliffe, two blokes that have played some finals footy and uh, know how it's run and won. So, Rocky, let's uh, cast our eyes to the game this afternoon. Triple M will be rocking football from 11.30 today. The Saints versus the Giants at the MCG. Yeah, it should be a cracking contest, this one. We know that the St Kilda Footy Club, Ross Lyon, just so well-structured defensively. Seen them live up here at the Gabber a couple of weeks ago. They just get back and defend in numbers and then attack off that. So I think the Giants will have their work cut out, but uh, they've been the surprise packet, I think, of 2023. They've played some exciting footy, won um, a lot of games as well, close games, but uh, they play an exciting brand of footy as well. So they'll look to take the game on at the MCG, try and beat St Kilda, um, try and beat them with their ball movement before they can get their numbers back. Mm. Yeah, then we go straight up to Brisbane, Rocky. It's going to be probably the game of the day, I reckon. Uh, Brisbane playing Port Adelaide. It's going to be won and lost in the midfield, I reckon. Drew's going to go to Lockie Neal, and I can see yep. Josh Dunkley just sitting straight on Butter's backside for... For the whole game, um, the midfield battle is going to be huge. They've got 
a bit of a, an older, experienced um, midfield in Brisbane and a young, up-and-coming midfield in Port Adelaide. If uh, Port can get on top, it'll go a long way to them winning, but I think Brisbane are going to be too strong up there, especially with their forward line. Um, I think Ryan Burton will get Charlie Cameron. That's going to be a big job. And uh, Brisbane, I think, will go and win by a couple goals, I think. Yeah, it should be a cracking contest. Scotty Lysett back into the ruck, so he's got his, he'll have his work cut out against Oscar McInerney, who's been in outstanding form this season. Toddy Marshall yeah. returns and Trent McKenzie as well. So that straightens Port Adelaide up a little bit. There's three spine players there. Jonas, unfortunately, is injured. He misses out. Evans, Hayes, and Travis Boak as well, who we know will start as sub. So Port Adelaide just have to uh, try and get their hands on the footy, as Tech said, around that midfield. But I, I see them being able to do that. The centre square bounces, if they can win the footy and come out the front, as you touched on, Butters and Rosie and these guys, it's a high-scoring venue, easy to score from centre square bounce as well. So Port Adelaide, we know they play that ag- aggressive style. Um, Ollie Wine's in there starting to find his best form as well. Mm. So it, it sets up as a, a mouth-watering contest, this one. Rocky, why is the Gabba so daunting for teams to go up there? They've won 11 and zip. What's the difference between the, the Gabba and Adelaide Oval? You played a lot of footy at both grounds. Yeah, I think uh, they just play. It suits their style a lot. They play that aggressive, um, fast ball movement, and, and that venue certainly um, suits that. So It's a bit wider the, oval, isn't it, Rocky, I reckon, yeah. the Gabba compared to Adelaide Oval? Yeah, it is, but also the the centre square bounce, um, the squares are almost on the 50-metre arc as well, so if you win that clearance, you get a deep entry inside 50, and to be fair, they've they've only just fallen in in a few of those games, so yes, they've got the 11-zip record, but I think it it doesn't read that way this year. We've seen the Adelaide Crows, Tex, come up here, and, and mm. they probably should have beaten them. Um, Geelong pushed them, Essendon pushed them as well, St Kilda pushed them, so... They're certainly gettable. Um, they've done really well to, to win all their home games this year, but I, I don't think that Port Adelaide will be too daunted coming up to take them on. 25 degrees and sunny today oh. up in Brisbane. Does that make a big difference? Like for, for being down here in a bit of a you know a colder winter, yes, the sun's coming out probably more next week here in Adelaide. Is that a, is that a big factor in the game? Oh, Will, it, it, the longer the game goes, it, it plays into Brisbane's hand. Um, if you haven't trained or played in that sort of heat, for a while, it's not overly hot, but it, it'll play a five ten percent um, role in, in the game tonight. And yeah, you, this, you just—I remember when we played Brisbane up there about a month ago. Yeah. You just lose so much weight, you just drip of sweat. It's, I think it'll uh, be about about eighteen degrees when when the um, balls bounce yep. tonight. So it'll, it'll end up being about seventeen eighteen for for the game. So it won't be too hot, but. Uh, Certainly favours Brisbane, though. No sweat patches under your arms, uh, Rocky. Oh, they're everywhere today, Texan. <laughs> Are they? <Gee>. Always. <laughs> 14 minutes away from 11 o'clock. Fingers crossed the Port Adelaide Footy Club can get it done. Rusty's going to join us next. We just had some difficulties before, so we'll get him back on the line here at Triple M. 11 o'clock family, hello to you. This is the Dead Set Legends. No Callum Ferguson today. Tex Walker has stepped in and has been supreme over the past couple of hours. And we couldn't be doing this today without Tindo Solar. It's great to have him on board there, Rocky. Yeah, it certainly is. When it's time to go solar at your home or business, it's time for Tindo. The only solar panels engineer and made right here in SA, Tomo. Find out more at tindosolar.com.
Dot.com.au. And this is the thing. If you get it installed right now, you can cool down for less this summer. The sun's always out in the city of churches. We know that. So you'll be making uh, a lot of money if you want to get involved with that. That is Tindo Asola. Now, uh, Jay-Z Clark's going to join us very, very shortly. Talk about that Braden yep. Maynard incident. We had Chad Corns on in the first hour and uh, we did it at the open line for Ask Tex. Oof. That went all right. <laughs> it went very Cut well. A little carry very ones, well. but no, very well. good. Now, um, I just need to uh, need a bit of space here because I've been having a conversation with my beautiful wife uh, over the past couple of months, uh, Texan. And yeah. um, so Charlie is due in, uh, in a couple of weeks' time. Wow. We're expecting our first child, a little boy, which is very exciting. So Name sorted? Well, this is the thing. Oh. This is the thing. So... Before I met uh, Charlie, she had, uh, and a lot of girls do this, have their baby name sorted and um, just a couple of things that they look forward to about, you yeah. know, with uh, becoming a, a mother and entering motherhood. And uh, she, when we first uh, fell pregnant, she's come up with a, a couple of lists, you know, for boys and girls and, and all of that. And she, um, she loves the name Tex, <laughs> which... It's oh. just uh, <clears throat> not for me, to be honest, because every time I would look down, I would think of you, Tex wow. Walker, is the sort of the way, and that she's adamant, oh, Tex Thomas would be good, Tex Thomas, and I'm just like, no. That's it's just... got a good ring to it. <laughs> no, it doesn't. If you wait, it would come out with big ears like no, me. Well, that's what I'm thinking. It could come out <laughs> freshly with the old moustache. <laughs> fresh moustache, you reckon? <laughs> anyway, so she's adamant about this, and I just said, right, okay, so this is what you do. In good relationships, yeah. you put a bet on. So this is what we did. I said, if Tex wins the Coleman, I'll consider it. Wow. Shit, I was nervous when you banged <laughs> home. Yeah, eighth over West, big boy. I tell you what, a couple of weeks ago. So I think I've got it over the line. And when Sam Taylor was out to stand on Charlie Kerno, I was jumping for joy. And Charlie, Charlie, is it? It is Charlie. She yep. was not happy that no, Sam Taylor's not no, so Like me. Yeah, there's a bit going on there, Rock. I tell you what, a bit of uh, debating about names and uh, something that you've been through as well. Yeah, you can't go for text, can you? No. Text Thomas. No. Why not? I mean, have a look at you. <laughs> Magnificent. You wouldn't want to name your son after you. Destined to be a beautiful man and just get success. Mm, well, get success for sure. Can can you go Thomas Thomas? Oh, Tom Tom. Tom Tom. I don't think so. I don't Tim Tom. Have you narrowed it down to anything, Tomo? No. No, no, no. Still trying, just, to, still trying to figure it out, mate. So it's definitely text. not text. It's definitely not Tex, I'll tell you what. <sighs> I'll tell Jeez. you what. So we've got Taylor? that one. Over. Taylor? Hmm. No, I don't think so. No. <laughs> I, don't reckon, no I don't reckon at all, to be honest. Whoa. Oh, man. So um, Jay-Z Clark is going to join us very, very shortly, so I'm looking forward to that. And if you missed anything from the show, you can get it on the listener app as well. L-I-S-T-N-R. It's the Dead Set Legends here at Triple M. Triple M. This motorsport update with Rusty is brought to you by Bendix Brakes. Put your foot down with confidence. On the line from the home of horsepower in Sandown, Melbourne, is our great mate Greg Rusty. Dominates the podcast world with Rusty's Garage Podcast, and he joins us right now. Morning, Rust. Good morning, all. How are we? Mate, we are absolutely flying. Don't worry about that. Dan Ricardo has shown fans the injured hand. What's What's he done there, Rusty? He was actually in the gym, so he's posted to his more than 8 million followers on Instagram and showed the um, the stitches, of which there's 13 on that, that injured left hand, but he's clearly working out in the gym, clearly doing things to continue the recovery, having had a plate um, uh, bolted in there after that, that uh, incident at the Dutch 
Grand Prix. Um, the talk is, as we said probably in last week's show, that it's very unlikely he will do Singapore and possibly Japan after that. They're targeting a return for the round at, uh, at Qatar in the Middle East. So, uh, mm. But he seems happy. He's looking good. Mm. So um, the, the recovery continues. Speaking of broken, uh, Max Verstappen has broken a record for consecutive wins. He's, he's just on another league at the, at the moment, isn't he? Surely he's, he can't continue this. Well, I mean, it's going to really take Red Bull or Max making a mistake, and it just seems so unlikely at the moment, doesn't it? So you're right. I mean, 10 consecutive race wins, mm. never been done before um, in a season like that in, in Formula One. He's in rarefied air, car's good, he's driving unbelievably well, and, and that tally um, is very likely to continue. And one week until the supercars are at Sandown for the 500. Just how unpredictable will the traditional Bathurst lead-up race be with these new generation cars, Rusty? I reckon it's going to sort of make for unmissable watching, to be honest, because there's been a lot of learnings with these new cars. And we tend to go through that when the category has a significant change or a new car comes in. And when you put them into endurance mode, we really do test them. So there's been a few things that they've needed to kind of try and uh, try and iron out along the way but if you look at the form guide next week and think it's a, a straightforward sort of lay down mazir for the the front running outfits um you're very much mistaken I, I think there's going to be a few surprises when it comes to the makeup of the podium and that traditional lead-up race to Bathurst gets us really excited we can't wait for the 1000 in october rusty we look forward to this time every single saturday mate and we'll catch you next week have a cracking weekend. See you, boys. See you, Rusty. That's Rusty for Bendix Breaks. Put your foot down with confidence. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M, the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Tomo, and our special guest today is the Texan Walker. And I'll tell you what, when you want to get news, you go to one man. Triple M's Dead Set Legends. AFL Newsbreaker, Jay Clark. Jay-Z Clark, the Carlton Football Club, too good last night. But I'll tell you what, it come with a, uh, a couple of issues out of it, yeah? Yeah, extraordinary. I mean, Michael Voss is going to have to make wholesale changes to his forward line for the semi-final. Got to be massive on Friday night. MCG, 26 degrees forecast for that one, mind wow. you. So going to be uh, very warm conditions for the players. But Harry Mackay not going to play. Concussion last night. One of the weirdest batshit crazy concussions I've ever seen. I'm not sure if he even got hit in the head, Harry Mackay, but somehow, and you saw him in the team song, he looked really wobbly and um, unwell, to be honest. So Harry Mackay uh, will be out, but Jack Martin's also going to be uh, missing for that semi-final. Martin was fantastic, I thought, until he came in and uh, basically clocked Nick Blakey in the head. So he's going to be missing for a match. Can Jack Silvani come back in? He's in a race against time. Had a knee arthroscope only a couple of weeks ago, so he'll be the big one to come in if he can be good to go. They take on a Melbourne side, um, boys. Actually, just on Mackay, um, it was it, he had a strange game last night. I mean, the two misses from what was it, ten or twelve meters out. I don't know, Tex. You're probably able to read this better, but is he? And I know he's not going to play this week, but is he? completely out of confidence. How do you make it a Harry Mackay situation? I did watch the game last night. You just tell as soon as he gets a set shot, he's a bit confused on what he wants to do. And then last night he was the poor fella. It's all in his head. Because he's a beautiful set shot. You take him out further, he's actually a really nice set shot. So Mm -hmm. hopefully he can... 
Hopefully he can go back and um, sort himself out because you love seeing big falls kick goals, Tomo. Mm. Don't you, Jay-Z? Oh, yeah. It's hard to miss from 12 metres out once, let alone twice, but mm. he somehow managed it. But it'll be in cotton wool, of course, with that uh, concussion. Now, Melbourne, Simon, speaking of headaches, Simon Goodwin's got a massive one because Jacob Van Royen suspended for his uh, forearm jolt to Daniel McStay's head. He's out, so... The uh, Demons hierarchy went down to the VFL sort of scratch match yesterday, but Brody Grundy played pretty much well all ruck and didn't do anything crazy. Josh Shackey, another option. He was pretty quiet. Uh, Charlie Spargo, more of a midfielder, might come in for Brayshaw. One of the youngsters, Daniel Turner, I think he's played only a handful of games. He could come in. It's going to be very interesting to see Melbourne's um, forward set up uh, for that one. I mean, the inside 50s, Tex, how do you... You must have scratched your head seeing Melbourne gain 32 more inside 50s, but to lose by seven points to Collingwood. What on earth is wrong with their forward connection? Jeez, the Collingwood Footy Club just batted oh. and went underground and just <laughs> did what they had to do. It was phenomenal. Yeah, they've got, got some work to do for sure, Melbourne, but uh, they're still in it, so they're a chance to win it. And Grandy talking about... Collingwood as well, uh, JD. Sorry to cut you off. The the Maynard Circus, what's going on there? Yeah, amazing. So he's going to face the tribunal, and the new head of football, Laura Kane, has been in the job less than two weeks, basically stepped in. And I'm not sure whether she completely overruled Michael Christian, but there was a direct, direct referral to the tribunal, and that we hear comes straight from the top. So Kane has... Uh, come in, said that's got to go straight to the tribunal. So I think Michael Christian, did he want uh, Braden Maynard to get on? It was This is a line ball call for mine. And I don't know, my gut feel suggests that possibly Maynard could still play in the preliminary final. His whole September dreams are on the line at the moment. It's a three-match suspension uh, in the pipeline. If he is found guilty of rough, rough conduct, of course, it was an attempt to smother gone wrong. He lands on Brayshaw, completely knocks him out ends his game. Brayshaw won't take on the Blues uh, this weekend, of course, either. So it is huge. Maynard just so important for the Pies. He was captain in Darcy Moore's absence only a couple of weeks ago and one of the best small defenders in the competition. So it is going to be a week of tribunal talk as Maynard tries to get off this three-match ban. One of the most divisive and polarising incidents I think we've seen. Do you guys, What do you guys think? Guilty, not guilty? Everyone seems to have a different opinion. Yeah, real line ball. Could go either way. I'm not sure which way it's going to go. Stop sitting on the fence, Rocky. What do you reckon? Is he going to get off or <laughs> well, not? Well, in my opinion, he shouldn't be suspended. But what we've seen, he's probably going to get suspended. Why don't you think he should get suspended? Well, it's a footy act that he went to smother. And I'm not sure what else he could do. He turned to protect himself at the last minute. Yeah. I mean, do, do you expect him to cop one down the middle? I, I, I just, I'm with you. But I just think when you leave the ground, you just leave yourself wide open to not having control of what happens. So it's mm. it's. I hope he doesn't because I love watching him play. So hopefully he doesn't get suspended. Any trade news, Jay-Z? What's going on? Yeah. Any movement? Yes, I think Port Adelaide going to be extremely uh, busy, of course, with the Saba Radagalia headed to Port Adelaide. Uh, you think a deal will get done with the Cats there. They want their first-round draft pick Geelong, but maybe Port will have to split that for two latest selections to try and get Brandon Zerk Thatcher from Essen as well. I reckon Grundy ends up at Port Adelaide. I think you forecast this. Uh, you were first with the news here about two years ago. You said that Brody Grundy, Rocky, would end up at uh, Port Adelaide. I think that'll happen for next season. Essen is still trying to get Benny Mackay, whose price is rising by the week. Um, he's meeting with clubs at the moment to, to make a big decision on his future, but he will not be at North Melbourne next year, Benny Mackay. So Zerk Thatcher to Port Adelaide as well? 
potentially Essendon's going to play hardball because they don't want to lose him. But he's got close links um, to family in South Australia, and they're keen to bolster their defence. So they could get Rattigalia and Zerk Thatcher into that back line, as well as potentially Grundy. So Jason Cripps with a lot of work to do. Mm, Interesting. J.Z. Clark, thank you so much, mate. Good on you, boys. Bloody Port Adelaide taking a bloody leaf out of Gaze's books there, Rob. Just everyone. (laughs) Everyone wants to go to Port Adelaide. Incredible stuff. 104.7 Triple M. 104.7 104.7 Adelaide's at Triple M, the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Tomo, and our special co-host today was Tex Water, who absolutely dominated. Tex Walker, I should say, not Tex Water. Oh, Tex Water. Changed my name. No, it's been a pleasure um, <laughs> filling for Ferg on his dad and lad trip over in golf. What did you say? He didn't even take his lad. Father-son trip it was, right. and uh, just didn't have the ability to pack his son rock. He mm. took his dad, I think. Yeah, he, uh, We've got a, a bit of a running gag on this show, Texan, that yeah. uh, old Fergus doesn't like to spend a lot of time with the, the kids. Oh, so uh, any chance he gets, he, he's off. And he's, uh, he's done it again this weekend, going down there to play golf. Not surprised, though, are we, Rob? Where's he gone? Uh, Tassie, I think. Yeah. Well, like Barnboogle or yes, something, is he? correct. Yeah. Barnboogle. Wow. Yeah. Way. Yeah. Have you ever played there, Tex? No, it's on my to-do, to-do list, Rocky, so we'll uh, cross that bridge very soon. Yeah, what's on the Savo for you, Texan? Uh, I've got a lunch to attend, Rocky. I've got, I'm going up to McGill Estate at Penfold, so uh, kids getting looked after at home. Got a babysitter coming over, and uh, we mum and dad might have a few today. Awesome. That awesome. sounds awesome. super. Beautiful. And what about you, Rocky? You calling the game? I'm hearing Dits is flying up. Yeah, Dits is flying up, so I'll uh, I'll be off to the Gabba shortly. Oh, I've got a bit of a break now, so I might go get some lunch and uh, then head off to the Gabba. Big Perfect. game tonight. Perfect. What about you, Tomo? Uh, go, go watch my uh, brother hopefully get a finals win. Uh, fingers crossed, and then get him into the granny. And uh, yeah, it's, uh, Come on, let's Yeah, go the dogs. Go the dogs. Righto. Triple M's rub is on next, and Triple M will be rocking football all weekend. Have a great one. See you, bye. 104.7 Adelaide's Triple M. This is the Dead Set Legends. Tom Rockliffe, Tomo, and Texan Walker today. Now, carriage can be displayed in many ways. Don't worry about that. Whether it is the Texan Walker single-handedly putting the Crows forward line on his shoulder to earn himself an All-Australian jacket at the age of 33, or the former skipper of the Brisbane Lions. He played through broken ribs, punctured lung, but... These boys here, 687 pubs, can you believe it, in the great state of South Australia. They've tackled 170 of them already. They want a pint at every one, and they join us right now. Wade Fletcher and Tate Syme, good morning, boys. Morning, how are we? Morning. Now, what's the story here, lads? Because uh, there's a pint at every pub, and we're hearing you're inspired by the great Chris Dittmar. Is this correct? No, not at all, mate. Uh, he's only done a schooner at every pub, I've been told. <laughs> so uh, we thought we'd top it up and uh, do a pint. I like this. Now, you're raising money for charity as well, boys, which is the most important thing about this. What's the story and uh, what what charity are we supporting? Yeah, so the story started when uh, we were in KI, um, obviously on holiday, uh, having a couple of frothies. And um, next minute, we sort of put two and two together. And thought, why don't we just travel around South Australia and drink at every pub um, oh, and raise money for the children with cancer as well. Great, great idea. How long is it going to take you to get to 687 pubs? Well, to be honest, first instinct, we hoped in a year. <laughs> uh, that would roughly mean almost two a day, so that, that's not going to happen. So probably about uh, five or six years now, I think. Five or six years. So yeah. you're working. You're working as well in between, or you're just uh, on a drinking mission. 
No, we work in full time as well, but it's um it's lucky because obviously we work all around South Australia. So um yeah, wherever we work in, we'll just stop into a pub close by on the way home and and tick it off. So six hundred eighty-seven pubs. I didn't realise there was that many pubs in South Australia. But, uh, what's, yeah, what's, actually, what? There's actually seventy-two just between um uh, East Terrace, West Terrace, North Ter- Terrace, and South Terrace. Wow, so, CBD. Yeah. What's been your favourite pub so far? <clears throat> Uh, I'd have to say probably the Overland Corner is definitely up there. Oh, yeah. Um, which is a wicked little rustic pub. Uh, love the Streaky as well. Um, the Glen Dambo as well, which is out in the middle of nowhere. But, yeah, it's just had a wicked rural feel. Um, and then, obviously, we love we love our, the commercial hotel, which is our local as well. But, yeah, we, we just sort of – every pub has a different feel, which is great. Now, boys, uh, I know you both personally, and I know it's been tough as well because you've been away for so long on a weekend and you have to get home for work the next day and you're driving past pubs. How tough is that, that you can't have the ability to stop in? Yeah, mate. So, um, yeah, obviously we've got to get up early, crack a dawn on a Monday. Sometimes we're rocking up late on a Sunday night because um, we've ticked off five or six pubs. But luckily we've got a sober driver to, to be able to drive us around, but... It is, it is sad because we yeah, probably drive past about 20 to 30 pubs, which makes it hard. What do you blokes do for work? Uh, we're both landscapers. Oh, beautiful. And how do the listers get involved to, to donate to these charities? Uh, so we've actually got a link on our Instagram page. Um, so just type in pint at every pub on Instagram. Uh, there's a link there. It'll take you straight to it. Or you can go straight on the internet and just type in pint at every pub.com. And sweet this week, boys. I saw you yesterday. How was that? Oh, mate, that was bloody unreal. Stefanovic, so we're going to try and get him down here. Ooh. What's your Is beer it? of choice? Sorry? What's your beer? To go the same beer at every up and get a bit of more? Uh, stick with the local beer. Love the Coopers, that's for sure. Um, you know, and Tan Lover as well. But we do we do with the, with the Coopers well. We have local beers as well. Good. Ah, beautiful. Congratulations to you. And this is brilliant. And mate, oh, hats off to both of you. Thank you very much, guys. And uh, beer together, eh? I like it. This is Fike. It's fantastic. Pint at every pub. And you can donate as well on Instagram or Facebook and hit up the boys here at Triple M.